Welcome to the Sanctuary Podcast. Angel Deer is a medicine man and offers his work on sacred land through shamanic healing, energy healing, sound healing, breath work, plant medicine, and workshops and events. The Sanctuary is a community for all those who seek healing transformation, ancient wisdom, and a place to come together to create a new way of living and relating. This is the Sanctuary Podcast, and this is Angel Deer. So for today, I'd like to talk about success. Probably one of the more, I don't even want to say overused, but often used terms in modern culture, especially corporate culture. Yes. What do you think is the meaning of success? Well, I'm going to tell you what it's not to start with. Okay. I I think when we talk about success, we have a very mono-dimensional vision of it. Very often in our world, it's linked to money, And if it's linked to something else, maybe the corporate career, you know, but it's, it's very linked to one metric, how much do you have your bank account? And in life, if you have that, even if you never walk somehow, you're the rich kids from a big family, you are one of those guys, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, I'm simplifying it. It's not that true. If you know, you know, uh, you know, people that maybe are not that nice or not regarded that way and might have a lot of money, but. It has a lot to do with only one dimension. So to me, that's what it's not. Success is a multidimensional world that to me need to encompass how you are as a human being in your life. Have you succeeded in every aspect of your life? Are you a compassionate person? Are you serving others and humanity? I think those are much more interesting to me. So then, yeah, I can look at Mother Teresa and say, I think she was quite successful. Do you think she thought she was successful? She probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she probably not. But when I look at her, I was like, okay, you know what? She was on a life purpose. She did her mission. She was born in a very different place and an environment than what she, you know, ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did it on a very big scale, but she didn't end up rich. At least not on the bank account. She ended up rich in her heart, in her heart, you know, and in many other ways. So why it doesn't really matter is because I think if we keep it on one dimensions like it is very often, then we might end up in the wrong place as a leader, as a CEO, as a person that's kind of chasing that version of success that we think is the right one because we might have that money on a bank account but be miserable. We might have anxiety and kind of hardly sleep at night, but everybody say we're successful. Yes. We might be a terrible husband or wife and be successful. Again, we might be a horrible boss, but be successful. And that's a problem because then we're making idols and we're looking at people that we want to become like that are not role model. They're on one aspect, but not all of them. Or at least, you know, they're highly dysfunctional sometimes. And uh, that's a problem to me. That's what bothers me with the definition of it when we keep it monodimensional. 
nothing wrong with money, but it should not be the only uh, matrix to look at success. But it's interesting now to hear you because you're speaking now with um, a rearview mirror perspective. Earlier on in your career, before you found more of your spiritual path and the work that you're doing now, you were on a very corporate fast track and found a lot of a certain kind of, you know, quote unquote success, correct? And at that time, mm-hmm. yes. when I'm guessing you weren't, uh, didn't have the same definition. Was there a time when you had the same definition of success that you're now suggesting we don't have? Well, it was very different, but I think mine was very driven by fear of failing and to be a certain way to be seen by, you know, my family, my friends and people around me. And I've been said to be successful many times in my corporate career or my career as an entrepreneur. But it did not always correlate with a certain level of happiness. You know, I could have been very successful at the time, but maybe when I come home, I was not happy at all. Or I have anxiety, anger, or, you know, doing self-medication with alcohol or others. So I think then if we look at it, am I really successful? I think if we take a little bit of distance, no, I was not. The problem is it's somehow acceptable to be successful in one dimension and to be called a successful person. Yes. It's okay. And I think we need to reassess the definition to say, okay, what is true success in life? What did this encompass? What do, what does it require? And maybe the metrics then are multiple. And there is one which obviously if you don't have any money and you're living under a bridge, maybe you say, okay, this is not success in life. Uh, taking, being able to take care of yourself is probably the bare minimum, but there is way more things than that. And, uh, when I started to talk about, uh, my new definition of success or how I was seeing success and how I, I like to link that to happiness, to life purpose, to service. Then I realized that a lot of people that I used to know at the time that were successful like me were not that successful mm-hmm. with my new definition. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then that's why I ended up where I was because I followed that compass that was broken. I used the compass everybody was using and I ended up in a place where we're not in a place of true success, at least not the new definition of success. So what I'm hearing is number one, there's always uh, success is, it's a subjective thing on some level. There's the macro version, which is that maybe it's not about the societal constructs that were handed and it's not about the shoulds and the checklist that most of us grow up with on some level, but that also it's about us looking inward and finding out what makes us happy, which is such a cliche term these days, but truly might be what determines our definition of success. Yes. And, you know, I'm, I'm, as you're talking about that, I'm thinking of a friend of mine who is a, is a, so he's, he's a guy and he's a stay at home dad. And, uh, in New York. And it's very often for many people, he would say he's not a successful guy. You know, he's just someone staying at home, taking care of his kids. That's all what he does. And, and I know for him, it's been a struggle for many years to deal just with the image of what people think. 
Because that's not what defines a man yeah. and a breadwinner. And people are very hard. It's what like, defines women somehow, but it's not what defines men. Exactly. And, yeah. he, and he goes to a conference or somewhere and people exchange business card and he doesn't have the business card, a stay-at-home dad. Maybe he should have that he business should. card. I, a, an old friend of mine used to say, his name and human being. Yes, I like that. But he's a, an amazing human being. He's an amazing man with his friend. He's an amazing man with his kids. He's an amazing man with his wife. He's done all the things in his life, and I'm sure at some point he's going to do the career things or at least create something there. He's very involved in associations around him. I think he's someone quite successful in his life. He's happy. He's smiling all the time. He's very balanced. Uh, and that's the arrangement he has with his wife, and everybody's happy that way. Does he consider himself successful right now? Yes, I think, you know, he's, he, uh, at least he likes what I talk about. So <laughs> he does right now. Yes, <laughs> he probably he is going to recognize himself when you hear that, but he agrees with that. Mm. And he knows that there is, you know, the things we're chasing are very different. And my idol, people that I'm looking at, and I mentioned Mother Teresa, but there's many other people that I consider very successful in life are not always people that maybe had the big corporate career. It doesn't mean that if you have it, there's something wrong with it. Uh, I like to be clear with that, you know, but it has to come on other dimension. Show me how you live your life. Show me how you treat your wife and your husband or your kids. Show me how you are, you know, with your elderly grandparents. Show me all those things, how you are in your community. And then probably we can say, okay, this is success. Because what matters, because if you multiply this one dimensional vision of success in of those people, on the earth and you look what the earth would look like if it's just success one way. Boy, it looks like, like it's looking now. Norway is very nice with a lot of problem. So if we look at a society that maybe look at success a different way and what that society will look like if we add all those individuals, I like what I'm seeing when I'm thinking of that. I like what it can look like in the city, its community, the countries and on the planet. It looks something very different. Yeah. And I believe in that model. So I'm going to walk all my life toward that now, and I'm going to talk about it because I think it really matters. You're listening to the Sanctuary Podcast with Angel Deer. While you're listening, browse the website at www.thesanctuaryheal.com. It reminds me of a, a kind of little exercise I used to suggest to friends or people I was kind of giving some counsel to, which is project yourself to age 95 and look back on the current version of you and think about before you transition, um, would you, is the way you're living now going to leave you at your happiest, most successful, proudest of yourself, as if you've used your time in a way that defines success and means something to you? And often the answer is no. Yes. But we often yeah. get so locked in, first of all, bare necessity. And just like you said, you know, it's difficult for somebody who might be um, financially challenged or living in, you know, some extreme desolate situation, not desolate, destitute situation, um, thinking about what success means other than eating every day or finding shelter. Um, but separate from that, you know, I, I guess the question is, when do you find, how do you find a way to redefine what success means and what should, what would be the trigger to evaluate it and to maybe break free of those constructs that define so many of us? 
Well, obviously, there is, you know, it's a Maslow hierarchy, you know, looking at the basic needs to be covered first, you know, exactly. you see, can you feed yourself? Can you have a home above your head and all that? And probably some people will challenge that, you know, some people take a monastical vow, you know, they have also poverty and, you know, and they may beg and that's the way of life. Uh, but it's not for everyone. But in general, for society, when you look at it, I think it's more... uh looking at personal life, inside, internal life, how we feel inside, family, friends, and work. So all the interaction we have. And say, okay, what is a successful family life? For me, it might be different. For some people, it's not getting married and have kids, and it's fine, but it's different for other people. So looking at that and looking how we balance there, there is sign very often, you know, and uh, I talk about self-medication, you know, earlier. Uh, you know, there's a sign that maybe if you self-medicate a lot with different things, that maybe the happiness level is not there. So if you're not really fundamentally happy deep down, is that true success? I don't think it is. I agree. I don't think it is. And yes, you're right. Maybe we're in a situation where we're not there yet. We're at point A. And idealistically, when we look at all aspects of our lives, it's point B. There is a way to go from point A to point B. The problem today is that people are ashamed or taming everything to make everybody believe they're at point B, not taking care of their internal needs, not solving or resolving the other dimension of success, just chasing that one dimension at all costs, at all costs. And to me, that's not acceptable. At least it's not society in which I want to live in that model. So I think it's time to redefine it, especially in the business world, in the MBA and the teaching world, when we teach students and some universities are starting to do that and bring that in. What else, what is leadership, inner leadership? What is, you know, success and integrate all that. So you become a more holistic human being. Right. You know, not just the one person driven by one thing. Yeah, It's still amazing to me, as um, idealistic as this may sound, that because these conversations are happening a lot, yes. the ones that we're having. Um, and it's amazing to me that we are still such a result-driven culture. And we know it because it really is about the process. And it is about, I think, as you were just um, referring to, maybe it's just as simple as making sure you're in touch with yourself and observing how you feel and noticing if there's, as I call it, a little man knocking on your inside saying, I'm not feeling successful, even though I have these awards and this amount of money in the bank account and this handsome spouse and these beautiful children. I'm not feeling that way. And it's important to really just simply observe as the first step, right? Yes. And know that, I mean, that's something we talked in another podcast, but know that there is fear. A lot. Yes. And a lot of the reason, you know, we're not changing and we don't, uh, we're not there in society. And as society is just the sums of the individual is the fear of changing and fear shows up all the time. You know, in many ways, you know, for me, my definition of success may be challenged all the time by old people I live with or that I knew in my work that's saying, well, maybe it was better when you were the CEO of that company. Maybe it was better with a life. If I'm not convinced deep in my heart that I'm not in the right place, I'm going to go back to my old default way of thinking. 
So it has to be something that's very anchored because you're challenged. You're challenged by sometimes very close friends that's judging you or commenting on your living or laughing at it. You're challenged by colleagues that things, you know, you've gone on a different way, on a wrong way or a bizarre way. If you're not 100% sure in your heart, that's what really matters to you and be aligned with that and have clarity about it, you're going to go back by fear, you know, just to belong. So it's a process and it takes definitely a lot of time to be anchored in that knowing that it is right, this is more universal, and this is not just one way of looking at success as society is defining it right now, but we might hold the truth there or a better truth, even if we're a minority to leave it that way yeah. for now. I was going to say, it's also very lonely, potentially. It is alienating at least, you know, for sure. Is there something alienating to it? Yeah. yeah. That, that puts you probably on the side. And that's why I think you can only do it and stay there if you're very convinced about it and have this beautiful sense of knowing. And also if you're very happy where you are, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm way, way more happy than I used to be. So to me, if there's only one metrics, which is to look at myself today compared to yesterday and feeling better, then that's the right matrix. So my final question to you, uh, would you consider yourself successful? I think you can only judge on that at the end of your life, probably when you look back, you know, and look at all aspects of your life, you know, and say, you know what, I think, you know, I was quite successful at becoming who I was supposed to be. It's more about that at the end of the day. It's not really all those achievements and things we want to do and all that. I think it's more... I already was supposed to be that person to learn all that. And I did it. I embraced it. It was rough. It was painful. It was exciting. There was pain. There was joy. But I lived exactly, you know, as I was supposed to be. And I think that's a beautiful thing probably to say on your deathbed one day to look back and say, you know what? I did. I did it. I, I lived. It doesn't mean it's perfect. You know, life is completely imperfect, what is, yeah. but it's perfectly imperfect. When we look back, you know what? I really did my, give my best shot and I really have no regrets when I look back. That's probably a great way to look at it. You achieve yourself. Yes. In fact, you're going back to where you were probably born to become, you know, it's a process of remembering in many ways, like the process of healing and letting go and all that. You know, success maybe is just becoming that one person we're always supposed to be. There's nothing to add, nothing to learn. It's going back to, to that baby that we were born. You've been listening to the Sanctuary Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, we're a source of talks about spirituality, personal transformation, energy healing, shamanism, and earth-based practices. For more, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. On the website, you can find out about our events, our retreats, healing offering, our spiritual blog, and you can also register for the newsletter. Again, visit thesanctuaryheal.com. Till next time, this is The Sanctuary Podcast, and Angel Deer signing off.